0: Hello, and welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, better known to you guys as Bible Study Girl, and you're in for a real treat. Um, Sharing the mic with me today, as usual, is my boy, executive producer, Bible Study Brother. Hello. Yeah, I need for you to find your own hello. Hello. And like no.
1: walking in. It. What's up? Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, people? It's your boy Bible study brother. Yeah. Also known as a Chris Chris Christian. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well that I mean that's my hello. Yeah, that is your Overrun hello. Over on Gray Area Anime. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that is your hello.
0: Um, so today we just had a moment of prayer we before. Did. before <laughs> 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 Before Uh. the record button was pushed Because today We do generally start off with prayer Before we record any podcast Just in general Because even though we are foolish We recognize um, That this is an awesome platform To talk to other people um, And to share Mm -hmm. some real life situations With people So we definitely had prayer before we started Because today we're going to talk about A very difficult subject It's a subject that I haven't even written about yet Mm -hmm. Same I'm actually... I am writing about it in my book. <laughs>
1: but Which you should all go and purchase. Um, because at some point, like, listening to these, like, you might be starting this from the beginning and think, is there any other way that I can engage a Bible study girl? Is there somewhere where I can learn more about her? And it'll be through her book.
0: It'll be through the book. Um, so I do touch on... I do more than touch. I dig deeper into this subject
1: in my book writing.
0: Um, but today... We are going to talk about daddies and our relationship with our father, the father that we share together, who's mm-hmm. actually my stepfather. And I'm also going to talk about my relationship with my biological father. So.
1: This is the daddy issue.
0: <laughs> this is the daddy issue issue
1: of S- the, Bible S- <laughs> <where daddy> <laughs> the Bible Study Girl issues the Bible Study Girl
0: podcast. Um. But I thought it was important for us to discuss it because Mm. it has come up in every single podcast that we've recorded. It's Mm -hmm. something we glaze over over and kind
1: of avoid because it the instant emotion uh, a lot of the time is uh, one of anger for you, for me personally or hurt. I guess it's probably more accurate. Maybe. I don't know.
0: And I think it's a different response for me. I'm more detached But, you know, I'm working on being more in touch with my feelings. I'm trying to feel my feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a tendency to just, like, push them to the side because I don't have time for feelings. I got to make it.
1: This is true. And, I mean, normally, you you know I'm detached in that sense of or I'm ready to detach in a lot of different ways. But if I detach, like, I'm literally detached. So I have that same cutoff spirit that you do, but I know it about myself, so I try not to cut things because if i cut it it ain't coming back i
0: think what's so interesting though is that although i do have a cut off spirit i think for me that's just like protection even though i have that for myself for other people i don't want them to be cut off so Mm -hmm. my push for you is always reconciliation (laughs) get it back together you guys can work through it because i think you
1: recognize (laughs) that if i'm like no i'm not doing it anymore <laughs> oh he means it like yeah. he's really like this person does not exist don't speak about this person around him because he will get like <laughs> uh,
0: yes i think the people if they listen to previous podcasts they can get that from oh, your yeah. remarks because you uh, are always in the that? background oh my god <laughs> With, no
1: no we have a different name for uh yeah, we do yeah yeah okay so, so. Uh, <laughs>
0: I brought you back, Lord. Thank you. Oh, See, man. that's why prayer is important. He'll He'll stop. It so, is. So, um, I'm trying to figure out what the best place to start. I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about my journey with my birth father, mm-hmm. and lead into your dad and like our relationship and
1: uh You said birth father because initially, like. Yeah, go go. Ahead. go okay. Ahead. Go
0: ahead. Um so I don't really have much of a relationship with my birth father, father. He father. was father. <laughs> <laughs> um he was absent for most of my childhood. I knew who he was. Um I wanted relationship with him. Um it wasn't really a priority in his life. He wanted These are his words. He wanted a family. He wanted me and mama. And when she didn't want him, it was like eh. Mm-hmm. Take your kid too. <laughs> um, so that has been a struggle for me growing up. So I go from that situation to mom marries your father. Mm-hmm. You come along. I would say honestly for the first like five years we have more of a bonded family unit mm-hmm. um when you were younger it was much better you know um and then it just went left. so you can share your experiences or what your relationship is with your family. Um,
1: well my experience in that general thing at least for the construct of our family was you just were dark-skinned to be dark-skinned just it happened I had no inkling that we didn't share the same parents or any of that. Cause that's not something that was talked about or promoted in a somewhere. Or, or even if it was, it was still something that probably went over my head. Yeah. Like yeah. your different last name made no sense to me, but I was just like, eh, you know, whatever it is. Cause she was down in Marvel all the time. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe that's something you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't have any, um, like I was oblivious to that and, and I. So you know,
0: when did so. you figure out that we had different fathers?
1: I feel like it would have been like
0: maybe high school
1: or junior high school. Really? We didn't have any talks about it because no, you we weren't didn't like about it. Because again, like this further proves like the daddy issue. Like it's like and you didn't you didn't typically start doing the yo daddy stuff until the divorce, oh. I feel like.
0: Well, I did it before divorce, probably high school, because I saw some things yeah. and I knew some things uh, that yeah. I didn't approve of, and so. Then, so maybe
1: around that time, but it's yeah. somewhere between then and there. Like I, I don't. But that's know,
0: no, probably but, is still like my teenage years. You're kind
1: of yeah, it all it melts together, it but melts like a different. Together. Like by the time I get to your age, wherever you were is most of the time when things started becoming more real and apparent to me. Um, but like I've said before, my thought process on him or on our situation was from everything that I see from everything that I am taught from everything that is publicized. It's mom, dad, son, daughter. They, they work, you know, it's dad, head, mom, help. Mom cooks, mom cleans, mom does whatever kids are kids.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so it was very basic understanding. So a lot of things weren't apparent to me because I'm like, eh, no, that's not how these things work. That's not how these things are supposed to be. Um, you know, I never even like. So when we would go on vacations and he wouldn't be there, mm-hmm. that would be more. Well, he's off working.
0: But he wasn't, though.
1: I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what my thought process My thought process was.
0: He's not here because he can't be here. That's what you thought. And
1: so it wasn't until high school in terms of the divorce and stuff that it was like.
0: So even before high. Okay. So when we get to high school, because here's the thing. Every summer, my mom made sure we went on vacation. Mm -hmm. We always went on a week long vacation and she would take the vacation. um, I'm going to call him our father for the sake of. Just clarity, yeah, and ease. Our father worked um, during the summer, so Mm. he would be gone for six weeks. She always scheduled vacation the week before he went back to his regular job, so he would Mm. be able to go on vacation, but he never.
1: And his regular job is he's a teacher, yes. Um, (laughs) and I'm only going to say that because it, I have other things testimonies that I'm gonna have to throw to the the, the people before
0: okay so we would go on vacation every summer someplace different mm. Bible study brother and I typically spent the summers in St. Louis when my grandma lived in St. Louis mm-hmm. um she was our free child care so yep. we went to St. Louis free every, child care
1: and free vacation
0: free vacation we went to St. Louis every summer but
1: all the peanut butter crackers and swimming we could take
0: but even beyond going to St. Louis we always went Somewhere. One year we drove um, to Vegas. We did the mm-hmm. Grand Canyon. Like we did vacations spectacularly every summer. So it wasn't until we were, until you were in high school that you mm-hmm. realized
1: that, oh, he. Well, it was like late, late like because um, we took a trip to Panama City. That last trip we took to Panama City, he was not there um
0: no he was he's gone with us one time he went
1: with us the time before that because the last time uh the best man at my wedding went
0: he was there for that one that's he the one was? yes that's the one that he went on really? we rented the van yes are you positive because
1: mm. i don't feel like he was there
0: i don't think he was you're right because we, we, like, we had like we had van. one
1: right before then that was we the did, one where it was like he went That he went, and that's when it was like, oh, man, this is cool. And I was younger. Because I was definitely not, because that was. um, That was a whole different thing. That was a whole different thing. You're right. You're right.
0: But he did go on vacation with us once. Once. Out of their whole marriage, he went. Once. once. (laughs)
1: Like, and that wasn't even something, like I said, that hit me until college and later. And, like, our relationship was very, is very, surface to me okay it didn't feel like it was surface at the time like we have things that like any father and son that we bonded over uh we bond over movies and and stuff like that spiritually not so much like okay. most of the things i got spiritually i got from my mom period Oh. Okay. Uh, like, nothing I
0: really spiritual know. from him
1: no okay not
0: so how did you feel when he accepted his call to the ministry since you feel like you got nothing spiritual for him what was that like for you Uh,
1: i think i've talked about this in terms of the tree or in my personal episode like at that point because of everything we were doing in the church like i initially thought that because of the way it seemed like the church loved um our mother and him in in a lot of different ways because um for a lot of people he is very charismatic in in that in a public sense.
0: Oh, he likes the people in the public.
1: Yeah. And uh, what it was at that time was I was like, you know, eventually, you know, like I said, we'll end up being doing all this stuff in the church. Like I can see my sister over all the youth things in the church. Could uh, you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because you were. Can I
0: tell you something? I know. really do enjoy these conversations because your thought process and my thought process are like. I was not thinking the same thing. Well, because,
1: okay. you know, so many people came to you and, and looked to you for conversations and would have listened to you. Like, the entire my youth class, people that are in my age range would have listened to you and came to you and talked to you about all kinds of things and, and you know, um, would follow your instructions. So, um, I I thought then that it was more so like... This is kind of cool a little bit, but Did like you? then, like I said, I would watch and be like, there's something missing to me mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is. Um, I I had no idea, but I was just like, I don't I don't see where the difference is between this and the other things that you do. Like there shouldn't be this huge difference, like because I've seen you be funny. I've seen you be relaxed, charismatic. I've seen you do things that seem like you kind of have a point, but, like, this just seems kind of scattered. Like, it's not together in the way that I think it should be. So, not I, I normally didn't get much. Of, I didn't get much of any. I didn't get anything. Not going to, like, from any of those sermons, like, and that's not a shot or anything of that nature. It's just I spiritually did not.
0: Do you think it's just because, like, you just – talked about the differences do you think it's because of the differences you saw between the pulpit and real life like at the house or did you even see a difference
1: well no there was a difference because like i said there's a comfortableness in everything else i see okay in in public yeah um versus this where it seems like it's kind of a strain it seems like there's like you were trying to find a, a topic or something to say but something like you were fighting with yourself in a way of like trying to figure out what, what does this say to you?
0: And maybe there was a strain. I will say, um, with my reflection here lately, my self reflection and just looking at my life and even, um, my relationship with mom, I've had to be more, um, empathetic Mm -hmm. and realize, you know, at my age, she had an eighteen-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and a thirteen-year-old son and a husband.
1: Well, and a thirteen-year-old son who
0: had health went, issues, had
1: real, health, real, health, real health issues. Oh, good guy. Stumble, so stumble. that's
0: a, and I've had to take that same approach when I think about our father. You know, when he married Mama, I was here. I was four years old. They are young, a young couple. And he's going from a girlfriend to having a wife and a child, like, and not just any and a child, child on the way, and a child on the way. Well. I mean, yes,
1: because it wasn't like it was. It wasn't that they long. Yeah, ago they didn't, that They were.
0: They didn't get long to just be a married couple. You yeah. were born like nine mm-hmm. months after yeah. they got married, so they didn't have long to just be a couple and have fun. They went straight to family. And so well, one of them
1: didn't get that have one. But Would you stop it? <laughs> I'm just saying that to be so, honest.
0: Okay. You are being honest. But what I'm saying is mindset. Yeah. I, his mindset at 20, what, maybe two. Um, yeah. I have to take that into consideration mm-hmm. when I think about the dynamics in our family. He was young and even though he signed up for it, a lot of people sign up for marriage and don't really realize what it is Yeah. until they are in it. Because do you feel like you knew what marriage you did? You think you knew what marriage was before you got married?
1: The thing I knew was that I didn't know and that no matter what I thought hard was that there will be harder times and that you just have to be spiritually sound. And uh, like I knew the thing I needed to know, okay. which was it ain't going to be easy. You got to work at it. Yeah, can like, you,
0: but can you imagine marriage as it is for you now with a what? How long you been married?
1: Three years almost.
0: With a seven-year-old. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Like no, I, well I can't imagine it because it wouldn't have happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, um, I don't want you to get off track and get into your- no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it just, I knew what I could do and, and I knew what, what could, I couldn't. You do. knew
0: that was something you could not handle, and I don't think he realized only
1: because of the things I witnessed in your us. own household. Yeah. yeah, and so that, but that's also my thing. That's you know the biggest thing that we talk about a lot with me, you, and mom is we haven't had the best male examples around us at all times.
0: That is true. There
1: are great people. So those of you who are the great role models that are around us, don't take offense to this, but the continual people that are in our lives have not always been great.
0: And see, that's the thing I think I have had the most issue with. Um, Like you said, there are great people. I thought about it today before we start doing the podcast. Like I have awesome uncles. Mm -hmm. I have uncles that ride for me they will do anything for me okay. um but i don't see them every day they weren't in the house with me every day the example that i had in the house with me every day um like you said was not what i would want for my children right so i struggle with that like i have i I have struggled with that for a long time in my life. and I don't know know if it would be, well, you're a boy. So I think it's important for dudes to have their dads, but I also think it's important for girls to have their dads too when I didn't have that. And I often wonder if some of my life decisions would have been different if I had um, a stronger male male presence in my house. I mean, we
1: would have both been different because here's what we both had to do. Um, spiritually, we had to fill in that leadership gap for both of us. You tried to do it for me.
0: I did,
1: you know, like, and I tried to do it for, um, my wife at that point in time, or was trying to like fit into a place where I never wanted to step into it. That is another issue that was difficult for me to step into things is because I never saw good leadership. So I didn't see that. So I didn't know what it was. And then, like, I felt that all leadership is inherently bad. Um, Because if this is what it does to you, I don't want that. I just want to worry about me and what I can control. Gotcha. What can I do that, okay? I don't, I mean, yeah. Like, it, it was also a thing to where, because I didn't have a certain level of responsibility in terms of my thoughts. Um, It wasn't until after the divorce that I even... Began to remember or notice family members' birthdays because it wasn't something that was taught that way because we just showed them, signed a card. It was not like, you know, we did more things for other people, but it was family stuff that we did together. So, like, we would go and do cards for people, and that was fun. We would go into the Target or the Walmart, and there were these card maker things, You these far cry of the past, and so you could pick your name and you'd pick like the Simpsons or something like that and it would so this is something g- you
0: were doing with our father
1: we all, we did this okay. you and mom would go and like like okay so also needs this birthday card and we would go and make these birthday You're cards right when target um, was over where our visit yeah. is okay yeah we'd go and make these birthday cards and it was like this big huge fun thing for us because we would always generally end up picking something Simpsons related
0: because that was y'all's thing
1: yeah. Um. What was our thing? I mean, was I mean I, it was the we. Th- this was also the, or at least from my perception, it was our thing because that was. It was the a family thing. We, we would do. watch
0: The Simpsons when you were younger. Yeah. We would have family date night yeah. on Fridays. We would go to Mazio's get some pizza, and go to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. get a movie, and we would all watch a movie together. Mm-hmm. But that stuff dissipated.
1: It dissipated, and it's like it wasn't even something that I readily recognized. I mean, I just thought, okay you got busy and you were grown now versus there were other things, factors factors and stuff going on. But
0: So let's talk about, we talked about struggle. We talked about this, you know, this hurt me. This is what was hard Mm. for me. Do you feel like you have resolution with it right now in your life? Is something you still struggle with? Cause I will say for me, I have, you know, Prayer, fasting, and therapy, I have come to a point where I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's still something that bothers me, but it's not, I'm not angry, Mm Sarita. I have come to accept this is what it is. I can't change this. I can pray about it. I can pray for him. I can pray for my biological father. I can't change them. The only person I can change is myself. And so I need to, I pray for them. But then I know that I have to, I have to change me and my experience. I don't even want to say my expectations because God can do exceedingly abundantly above all mm-hmm. I could ask or think. We could end up having the greatest relationship ever, but I do need to go in knowing that I can't change them. So that's where I'm at. Like I can't change who they are. God can.
1: Yeah. Um. um well, where I am spiritually. So for so many years, I, like I said, I was naive. I was naive spiritually. I was naive in terms of the things that were going on around me. It was not until the divorce and seeing all the things that I had to see that I had never seen before, that I could not believe, that I could not fathom. I started off in a state of disbelief. So I started in a place of like, well, okay, again, this is mother, father, son, daughter will be okay. And, you know, we were having Sunday dinners and stuff for a while. And I told you for a while I didn't even notice certain things that were going on at those dinners after church. And so like for me
0: Side note, I was not at the dinners because I did not live in Little Rocks. So then when I came to visit, I was like, listen, count me out on the Sunday dinner, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> um,
1: you know, so and this was post divorce. So yeah, it's like these two afterwards. divorced people that are eating dinner and it's like, Okay, I still got my family. Um
0: your fake family.
1: But I'm naive in a sense so, so, so to fast forward where I am now. I'm angry in a sense because I got to the point where I'm getting all the information and I'm seeing things differently. Um, you know, me and my father had a conversation one time and I was very upset because you know, we just want to spend time with him. That's our big thing. Just want to spend time. I don't I'm not asking for a lot. I'm not asking for anything. I just want some time.
0: Just time.
1: Um, just want to go get dinner. Have a sandwich. Have a meal. Um, talk about your day. Don't even have to talk about any of the stuff in the past. Just want to engage. Mm-hmm. And so we got into this argument because, you know, you had just moved in your house, you had a housewarming, and you were sending. We we will occasionally text and send invites and do things that say, hey, let's try and do this. And no response. So I've been getting to a point where I'm angry only because then it's like, you don't. You can do me like that if that's what you want to do.
0: But why can?
1: But he? you're not gonna do the person that is actually trying. Well, well because that's always been my thing. Is like the choice was made during the divorce that you really don't want time with me. Mm-hmm. You know. And again, naive kids like it's kind of like the naive thing of like, well, you know, you can choose me or blah blah blah. And obviously, they're gonna choose what it is that they want to choose for them. Yeah. You know, that that's the the divorce isn't about whether or not the kids can handle it. It's I want to do this. Yeah. Um, I I feel I need to do this. And um, so for me, spiritually, I'm just in a place of healing from that, allowing that to be okay, and get to a point where I'm just trying to be the best man that I personally can be. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get into the competition of, I want to be better than my father yeah, and just, because you, you hurt yourself more when you're trying to break a cycle that wasn't yours to break in the first place in the sense that you're not breaking his cycle of things that he does. You're just being the best you. That's
0: it. That you know? is what I said so. to you um, when I was introducing you for your sermon, mm-hmm. just be the best you. Yeah. Now, of course it doesn't come Easily. Mm -hmm. It's not something you come to like instantly. You don't instantly go into faith mode and say, you know what? I have extended this invitation. And the crazy thing, you talk about my housewarming. I extended the invitation to my birth father. Mm -hmm. Come to my home. Like you said, I'm not worried about what happened in the past. I want to build a relationship with you that is today Mm -hmm. based on today that is present. And the issues that I have with both of them are things that happen right now. When I try to build a bridge with you, when I try to make connection with you and you reject me, what, like what do you want me to do? And so I um, forgot where I was going with that. But knowing mm, you tried, mm-hmm. you tried to build a relationship, mm-hmm. You they have the choice to engage with us. Or not engage, And I will say, I was over, you know, being ignored. But I get upset and I get hurt when you're hurt. You know, that makes me yes. want to.
1: No, no, no. It's and vice versa. <laughs> we understand. It's more of a like, listen, again, you can ignore me or you can do whatever you want with me, but you would not do it to this person who has done a lot for me, who does like I exceedingly well at doing these things. The biggest thing that I'm dealing with spiritually, because the reason we keep saying spiritually, because you have to attach this. If it,
0: if I don't, if I don't attach it to my spiritual life, you're going to get real different conversation. You're get real, Sarita. And I mean, you're going to get the.
1: You'll get an unfiltered. Unfiltered version, version of that me. is not. Because
0: I am who I am now is who I am. But I filter my life through Jesus.
1: Yeah. Um, I
0: have to, because if I don't filter my life through Jesus, you don't get uncut. You don't want
1: the uncut. <laughs> so the biggest thing that's hard for me spiritually is getting to a place where I'll be okay um, when he's gone. Um, Because a lot of times I have difficulty in dealing with the fact that there will be so many kids that he's taught over the years that will have this real connection with him. That you don't to them, have, That okay. I don't have. Yeah. That oh man, that was my favorite teacher. He really, blah blah blah. Like oh man, he used to joke. He was so funny. Mm-hmm. I just I enjoyed it. Like he he made school man at school. He he made it worth it. Um, to get to a place where I can like take the blessing of at least you bless somebody. Yeah. You you planted a seed. That's in growth. All these different places. That is some serious um, growth. I, I'm not there. Oh, I'm but trying, you're trying to, to get, get, get there. there. Okay. Because at the end of the day, we are we do not pick our parents. We don't. God picks them and he picks them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um we can all still make our own choices. Um and it's it's hard on the journey that I'm on now to kind of reconcile a lot of those things and that's why having this conversation and trying to you know, there's other people who deal with this. The black community is by mm. at least by, by actuality and not so much because what's publicized, so on and so forth, isn't the case because there are black families there with good fathers. Family. Yeah. There are there are good fathers out there. We will champion for those. Um, but being in the situation where you don't have those examples, um, where you don't know where you have to go. And it makes me lean harder to God's understanding because while I am not perfect, I'm far from Um, growing the relationship that I've had and trying to, you know, grow to become a great husband, mm-hmm. become a great brother. Mm-hmm. Um, because of all the examples in terms of things we've seen from our fathers, whether it's relationship with siblings or whatever the case may be, we don't do that. You know, we don't act that way, and try to act more kind to one another. Like our biggest fight is still something that we overcame.
0: Yeah, I thought about that earlier. You know, I asked you if you remember the goal for our relationship when we went to therapy, and it was to just be able to be in the room with each other and be cordial. And God exceeded that goal. Well, my thing so was—I know you wanted yeah, I real. Wanted, I'm talking
1: well, about. Well, I wanted, you know. Game nights and being just to be us and yeah. to be us in a way that does not seem to seek this validation thing.
0: Yeah. I'm What I'm you know, saying is my goal yeah. was just, yeah, no, can I we know. be in the room yeah. <laughs> together? But God has exceeded that. He's exceeded even your goal for mm-hmm. us to be able to have game night. We're doing a podcast together. And if you yeah. had said to me <laughs> four years ago, that we will be here, again, mm-hmm. I will tell you the devil is a lie. So my hope is that God exceeds our expectations on our relationships with our fathers, that yeah. it is way more than we could have ever imagined. Yeah. And even if that is not the outcome, that we have peace in knowing that whatever happens, his hand is on it.
1: Yeah, because you you're going to have a lot of, Things in your life. And this is why this podcast is pivotal. Um, as we go over a little bit, it's quite all right, people. <laughs> you, you, you sometimes want more from an episode anyway. And I definitely don't want to part two this one. So no, this is it. <laughs> this is all you'll get from us on this one. Only because it's just, well, I'm going to say this is all you'll get from us currently. So yeah. God says differently. Cause he said, do this one. <laughs> so, um, you're going to have a lot of obstacles in your life um can be especially in family like i said the black community is rampant in a lot of different ways of even though we're close-knit we're not so close that we talk we about real issues
0: about our issues we just it's keep it's it moving. just
1: it, we 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 try to make blood thicker than water instead of love thicker than everything because love will change actions love will remove isolate if you need to from all the plethora of things that have that that plague the the families um and we're doing this so you know that there are people who like I am currently I am a reverend and, and I am that and I have these things that I deal with too um my sister as much as she runs from it is also a reverend apostle priestess Let me tell you something uh, <laughs>
0: We are do you know the tagline at the end we preach because we, pre- we all, preachers. We all we preach us exactly. keep talking to keep talking
1: but uh yeah, it's just we did this like and I like I said and it, I mean it's like it's not to bash anybody it's just to say that these situations that you two go through so do I yeah, and I'm choosing a different outcome um yeah. i and I'm being honest like I'm not going to tell you I'm somewhere that I'm not. I still have to work on even getting to the point to where expectations are okay. Like, you know, to where they preached, can be exceeded.
0: Listen, my pastor preached a mighty word today. That's why I put that expectation on <laughs> it. Like, I'm putting the expectation on like I expect God to move in a mighty way. I yeah. have that expectation. Mm. You know? Yeah.
1: Um. So, I think, is there anything else we want to touch on with this?
0: no i think it's in general i think we're wide open enough we can put some uh you feeling all right we can put some cream or something on yeah. our open
1: wounds <laughs> uh yeah i'm i'm okay because like i said as i by the time you'll get this episode um i will be licensed as a reverend so again all of these different things that are uh Prophetic in this podcast, <laughs> um, as I listened to the first episode that we did with my mom, about wasn't my wasn't it?
0: Lord. It was so like um, the Lord like, was there, honey. I go just ahead, what to
1: do, and I like I didn't even know at all. Like, I knew that it's as, as well, random just to connect to the episode because man nah, whatever. Um, I knew then that anytime he called, I would go up there and speak. that I know it would become this? No, but you know, I'm. You Know, I'm pushing forward to continue to be an, a living example,
0: and that's what we all um, need yeah. to do. We're gonna fall, we're gonna scrape mm-hmm. our knees, but we can get back up and we can do better, we can be better. Yeah, y'all, we can live victorious lives. Okay, that's all I got for you. Okay. you over on my time.
1: Show <laughs> be sure to follow underscore Bible Study Girl on Instagram, email. Bible Study Girl 2019 at gmail.com. Any testimonies or things that you have. And also follow her on Twitter at Bible Study Girl number two. The number two, like, you know, two.
0: Bible Study Girl two. Bible Study Girl
1: two. Yeah. Um, and always remember, it is not I preach. It is not you preach. It's not they preach. It's we preach.
0: And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.